0: My name is Ulrich Styler and if you can hear this, you are the isolated. So today was 4.20, weed day, smokers galore, Snoop Doggy Dogg's second birthday. Do you know how much dealers are missing out right now and not being able to shot their weed? Hyde Park would normally be rammed with smokers, I wonder where they are now. Probably smoking at home, I don't know, I don't smoke myself. Half of you would have flown out to Amsterdam to go get your flavoured weed. Some of you would have taken a spiritual trip to Jamaica to get the purest and finest, but all most of you are doing right now is staying at home, listening to your weed songs. And in tribute of April 20th, I decided to go through some of those weed songs myself. Pass the cushion pang, pass it over. under mi sensi. Yes I'm a farmer ganja, call me the ganja farmer. Herbal is a herb man hustling. And of course, we lick the chalice, make the water gosel. Happy 420 day for my weed smokers, and I hope you're here listening to the No Escape in This podcast with myself, ori Styler. and just remember, you are the high isolated. Do you get it? Isolated, high isolated. Oh, you don't get it, man. You're just dead. No escaping this. No No one's ready to deal with us. Yo, what's going on? This is No Escaping This Podcast, myself, Ori Styler. Now listen, I'm not going to do a lot of talking today. Well, I am, but not directly to you through the podcast. Basically, we had a wicked show on BBC Radio London, The Scene. And what I'm going to do is grab some clips from the show because I felt like it was necessary, particularly when we were talking about mental health awareness. Now, I'm an advocate of raising awareness for men's mental health because I feel like that is very much shadowed. So now on the show we dedicated it not to men's mental health but to mental health in general but there were a lot of men that we spoke to and there was one guy in particular that I wanted to clip part of the interview on and put it onto the podcast also I'm going to talk about something that happened recently on social media that I had to banter and the reason I'm talking about it because by the time I upload this which will be 1am on the 21st of April because I'm already like behind it'll be 1am right by the time I upload it they'll be doing the clash again. And that was the clash between Teddy Riley and Babyface that didn't actually happen because of Teddy. Have a listen to this clip. So you'll understand what I'm talking about. My name is Aubrey Styler. This is BBC Radio London. The scene. And I'm going to let you know what I've been up to this week. Something I was proud of this weekend. Not this week, this weekend. So we did this. Uh, I did like a live stream with uh, an event that I'm, team that I'm with. It's called the UKG Brunch. And we did this live stream where it was uh, a festival that got cancelled because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, they decided to go live instead they decided to go and do a festival but rather than doing it face to face they do it live through streaming so Facebook live YouTube etc sorry about that and it was an amazing experience because I taught myself how to get the streaming stuff going I really it was such a good feeling I had to sit down and program and make a whole streaming studio and it was really really interesting that you can feel connected to so many people that were watching. We had about 600 people watching the stream and at any given time. And it felt great to be so connected to these people and then be able to go, even though I'm away, I'm still a part of something. And I was like, amazing. And then I saw Teddy Riley try to do it. And I was like, oh my goodness me. Ladies and gentlemen, did anybody see what happened with Teddy Riley? Let me Hold on. <laughs> Listen, I'm not saying he tried to take it. He didn't do it as good as I am. What I'm saying is it could happen to anybody. Teddy Riley... And Babyface, two legends in the R&B game. Teddy Riley even more so, I would say. Not saying Babyface, a legend. He's been in the game longer, but Teddy Riley has produced for some massive, massive, massive artists. Some well-renowned artists, alive and past. And I saw... (laughs) I saw saw the playback of the live. I didn't watch it live because it was uh, late. It was after 1am and I was in bed sleeping. I woke up to my whole idea of Teddy being a legend, being absolutely shattered. Memes galore on social media. Memes galore! It was crazy. So basically, what Teddy Riley was doing and Babyface was doing, they were going to do like an Instagram live battle, a clash, a friendly one. It were not no real like, oh, you see you, I'm going to do you. It wasn't like that. It was a music clash. Now, these guys have got legendary songs, like chart toppers after chart toppers. Dare I say it, baby-making songs after baby-making songs. These guys have made music that have changed and sculptured generations right i think is it new jack swing that they say that teddy Riley was kind of like the, the 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 pioneer of this new jack swing style anyway this we're talking about legend here yeah teddy goes on live uh to clash babyface now anyone who uses instagram live knows instagram Live. i'm on it right now it's right in front of me anyone who uses instagram live knows it's simply a phone to camera to me, and the mic comes through from the phone. you can get technical and plug in little irigs. if you're a DJ, but I see many DJs doing this. plug their the output of their mixer into a little irig device so they can play their music through it, and it sounds a lot clearer. That's great. Teddy Riley come with a whole orchestra, a whole orchestra. I don't know if it was in his house, if he hired out a studio. The man come with a whole orchestra, right? The man like he was ready to do business. I've done, a, I've done movies before, right? I've been in movies, in backgrounds, and as a feature role. And I tell you what, there's not been that many cameraman, sound man, directors, producers, actors on set one time like what Teddy Riley had when he was doing his over-the-topness with his live orchestra. No, it was not. It was, it was, it was ridiculous. Ridiculous. And the funniest thing is, because you could do live with, with you and somebody else at the same time, so I could be live and then talking to someone else who's on live, yeah? The thing is, you can see babyface at the bottom. Teddy's doing the most at the top. Babyface at the bottom because they're clashing each other. He's got that, he's got that look. You know when you put your hand to your chin, just resting in your part of your head tilt, and you're kind of looking up, and you don't say a word apart from,
1: mmm.
0: Mm-hmm. mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Mm, okay. That's all Babyface was doing. The live was a shambles. It was a shambles. Teddy, Teddy, Teddy's body language, he kept doing this thing, right? That me and my producer Kim, we kept laughing at. He kept doing this thing where at the end of a song that he thought he'd perform after nobody could hear him, right? This orchestra. And I didn't even tell you. My apologies. I'd, I'm skipping. He had this orchestra, but the sound never worked. The sound was a shamble, the sound never worked. It was like a whole hour of can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? It's like nobody can hear you. Anyway, after an hour of this, right? he after, at the end of each song he would do this thing where he would go he would hit the last note of the song and he would turn around to the, to the technician because he knew it flopped in it he turned around to the technician you lot i'm like you lot are listening right now on on radio london you can't see what i'm about to do but i'm gonna do it just so you can hear the sound of what it sounds like for somebody to turn around in contempt and the people on instagram live are gonna be able to see me do this right so he would hit the end of the note no diggity i get to grab it grab it up now song would end and all of a. Sonny go, um, uh... do you hear that? Did you guys hear that? That gap, that gap was the sound of knowing that your sound is messed up. But the best part of Teddy Riley's live, the best part of his section of his life, and head wrap Kim is out there busting up right now. The best part of the live was the hype man. Oh my God. <laughs> Teddy had a hype man in the background. Teddy had a hype man. that didn't know we had technical difficulties. That hype man was bubbly, bubbly, bubbly. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness me. That hype man was in his own zone. He had a Teddy Riley concert ticket right in the front row. In the front row. And he didn't care that no one else could hear what was going on. All the live streams all the live streams were saying, we can't hear you. What's going on? Can you reset the thing, etc., etc." But the hype man in the back, oh, uh, Kim's doing the dancing. He was in his groove, in his groove. I said, in your groove. I said, in your groove. I said, give me some tennis. And give me some Riley. <laughs> no diggity, no doubt. He was in his groove. He didn't care that nobody knew what was going on. It was the funniest thing. That hype man became a celebrity overnight in a hot second. You know those memes? That all it takes is for one person to do something and all of a sudden, that person is... pop. That hype man is the most popular hype man ever. He was in the background, dancing and bubbling. Oh, my goodness me. (sighs) These The whole time, though, Babyface is still looking at the camera thinking, I I can't hear a thing. I can't hear nothing. Oh, that hype man. (laughs) Give it up for that hype man. Give it up for that hype man. (sighs) Oh. That was funny. That was a hilarious thing. But apparently there's round two tonight. Teddy Riley's been posting up on his social media and I've seen other people repost it as well that round two, because round one was a flop. Round two is happening tonight. So make sure you tune in and see that. Only thing is, I, I, if you follow Babyface, he hasn't posted it up himself. I think he's waiting. I think he wants to wait and see if my man has dealt with his technical difficulties before he starts advertising that it's round two. <laughs> yeah oh and the best meme the best meme it was the one for me of of teddy riley's face and they said if if, if you want if you needed a face to represent doing too much in 2020 and then it was teddy's face he had a whole orchestra and not one microphone could stream a thing together that was hilarious anyway round two tonight gonna be a good one as long as he gets his technicals out oh babyface has posted it now oh so it's official probably they've tested the live stream they probably done a little private one just to see if the sound's working that's what you should have done beforehand you really should have and as well a little later on i'm going to tell you about another one that i saw an amazing one Bounty Killer and Beanie Man two reggae legends they had a wicked one as well we'll talk about that in just a bit in a little bit I'm going to get my first guest on we're going to have a conversation with my guest we're going to talk about mental health awareness because that is the special that we're doing today ladies and gentlemen but before I do that let me play a wicked track let's keep the vibes nice and up and bubbly with Industry Standard tell me what you want Yes, yeah, so I'm not going to play the whole track because I can't. It's a podcast. It's not a music show. And it's a clip from the radio show. But what we will do is we'll go into on one of the interviews that I had with one of my guys. Shout out to my guy, Benji, who runs Court Attack Fitness Club. Positive guy. Hardworking. Love to see how he progresses and love to see how he pushes through this time period. Because he has allowed himself to find a way to make this work. And only a handful of people I could speak to properly, I know, work either as hard or harder than I do and stay as positive as I do. not saying there's not a lot of people, but I'm just saying in my circle, I'm hearing a few struggles, but so far we like people like Benji. Definitely not that person. Have a listen to my little talk with Benji on the show on BBC Radio London. Now, on the line, we've got um, uh, we've got a great guy. Well, basically, I'll tell you what happened, right? Because he can hear me right now whilst I introduce <laughs> him. we got a great... He's laughing. we got a great guy on the line, right? What happened was is that we, I, I said to myself, I said to my producers, there's someone I want to get. He's a really good guy. He's uh, into fitness heavily. He's really, really encouraging, really upbeat, really good at what he does. But he was busy, so instead, what we have is on the line is my guy. He's <laughs> <laughs> a friend who just, you know, he's filling in, it, isn't it? Hi, right, Benji, from Core Attack Fitness Club. You're right, Benji. How you
1: doing? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks for that introduction.
0: I'm playing. Now this guy is a good. This is a friend of mine very very good uh he's very very good uh, personal trainer uh, fitness instructor and that is Benji Core Attack Fitness Club Benji man i mean you you this lockdown has not changed you a bit you are still as upbeat and as active as you and, and as bullying into trying to make me keep fit as well as you can and always be Benji man what's what's going on what 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 keeps you so sprucey now
1: uh you know what um if i'm really honest seeing people like yourself struggling through the sessions. That keeps me upbeat.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, honestly. Don't I try to, bait, try to uh... bait me up now, bro. Don't try, <laughs> try to bait me up. My, my session, my, listen, when we did that Zoom call, bro, my my thing was on point. No, you did that.
1: No, I was struggling. You did well. You did well. I was, did well, like, nah, bro, I that.
0: shut I'll the, the camera me. off at points. You didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I made sure you couldn't even see or hear me breathing. Ah, oh,
1: it was hard. <laughs> but I'm glad, but you enjoyed it. That's the main mm-hmm. thing. And, um, and I guess that's probably the thing that, keeps me going ultimately is that um you know i'm i'm human like anybody else so i'm uh, ultimately struggling just like anybody else yeah. is through this time um whether that be financially whether that be mentally or even physically not being able to leave the house and do the things that i would normally engage in um, but genuinely, being able to get online and see members of my fitness club, but also now people uh, across the world, um, being able to join in with the things that that, that I'm doing, yeah. um, that's something that that you know will, will keep me upbeat um, no matter what the situation is. So, it
0: must be a bit. I mean, teaching teaching fitness, but via Zoom, it must be just a little bit more tricky because you know when someone's right in your face and they're they're, they're slacking, but when you're yeah. seeing them do it through. Uh, digital platforms, it's harder to go, hey, come on, lift you back up, and then, then go, all right, I'll do it. Because <laughs> they, they feel there's a distance. There's a, there's a hang-up button at that point. If yeah, If it really gets far.
1: <laughs> there is. Um, no one's hung up on me yet and left. That's good. Um, That's good. But I, I think that might be out of fear that I'll call them straight <laughs> back up. But um, yeah, no one's done that yet. But it, yeah, it's tough. And um, I, I mean, as you would know from you know the, the, the shows and things that you do, that I've got lights on. So mm. it's hot it's hot as yeah. hell behind those lights so um yeah that's that's something that i'm not not used to and ultimately the atmosphere as well i'm a i'm a real people person so um i feed off the energy of people so yeah. literally being in that studio by myself um, is is tough it's tough to, to really motivate yourself but um when you've got the monitors you can see people working out you can see the physical effects of the exercise on them yeah and ultimately you can see them smiling sometimes um so yeah that kind of uh, helps to keep you going and then really just having a focus um on what you're doing in it it, as an art form um, in teaching um not being too focused on you getting the most amazing workout but being focused on really bringing um the best experience to those people that are participating so that they feel um almost as if they're physically with you which i think is quite important at this time
0: that's good no that's, that's very true that's very good that's do you know something about you that I've always said is, from the day I met you, I think we bumped in, it was the first time we met was Village, wasn't it? Up in uh, yeah, Warsaw? Yeah, 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 yeah. Was it, yeah, yeah, was it Walsall, yeah. that one, I think? Yeah, yeah, yeah it, was... yeah.
1: it would have been the Walsall one,
0: yeah. Yeah, Village in Warsaw. And as soon as you saw me, it was like positivity, and we we embraced, we spoke, uh, connected from then, and ever since then, we mo- mainly talk on social media, but you've always been a very, very positive and upbeat person. Um, There's something as well that I've I've noticed with you, especially when you teach is you have a, a certain mental discipline. I think it, may be, it probably comes from you doing martial arts for so many years, but there is a discipline that you have which allows you to continue to progress in whatever it is you need to do, whether it be training face-to-face or then training over Zoom, or if it seems like it's difficult because you don't know how to get the lighting or the camera equipment properly, it's how do I make sure that is on point to get me to the next point? I mean, how do you, how do you keep that discipline?
1: Yeah, I I think you've probably hit the nail on the head. I think um, I I give a lot of credit to martial arts. You know, I've done that for the best part of sort of 27 years since I was five years old. So um, that's very much sort of in my blood. And one of the things that that instilled in me was uh, the sort of notion that um, you can always do better. You can always push harder. There's always another level to get to. Mm. Um, And so I I guess that's one of the things that, that keeps me certainly disciplined. I think also experiences in life, you know. Um, I think when people meet somebody that's always sort of upbeat or smiling, they assume uh, or attribute that to you having uh, an amazing life and a big house and a big car and loads of money and having a, you know, a life of, of uh, Riley, so to speak. Yeah. But also, you know, I, I myself have experienced really low moments in my life. And I think ultimately those low moments have uh, given me the uh, insight to see that actually life, life can be bad. And it's ultimately what you make of it mentally that gives you sort of the ability to pull through and then see things uh, for what they are but also make the most of any situation that you're in or opportunity that you're given so i guess a combination of, of life experience and and the martial arts um that, that i've been engaged in pretty much all my life is is the reason for my sort of discipline uh, um, from that perspective
0: am i right in saying you used to work uh, was it a birmingham city council uh, under educational psychology
1: yeah, so um, yeah, sort of uh, had a couple of years over at Birmingham City Council. I've done a variety of of jobs, and your show is not long enough for me to cover all of. <laughs> there's a lot. Of, there's a lot in this <laughs> but, list here, yeah, bro. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, did some work uh, with Birmingham uh, City Council under the umbrella of educational psychology, um, working with uh, like the Common Assessment Framework team, which is a, a system that was uh, introduced nationally um, across across the country. Yeah. Uh, Birmingham had its own team that was responsible for the implementation and delivery of uh, training and the uh, common assessment process, which essentially is about safeguarding young people, um, but more from an early intervention perspective. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was responsible for heading up um, the implementation of that with schools or secondary age um, in in Birmingham. Um, and so, yeah, I had, had a little stint doing that um, and, and got to touch on and uh, experience... You know some of the uh, real issues affecting um, certainly this uh, this area uh, down here in Birmingham, um, and also nationally as well. So that was quite insightful um, in terms of just touching on some of the barriers um, that young people have, uh, including mental health.
0: Okay, wow. I mean, you have there is there is definitely when I there is definitely a theme with you. It's it's understanding. Well, firstly, the word is balance. That's definitely a running theme with you. Um, and and having the being aware of the importance of balance, not just your your mental health but physical health as well, and then how one also helps the other. And from what I know of you as well, in terms of just how encouraging you are, and working with young people within those fields as well, I, I just have to give you a quick round of applause. I and mean, you'll never get hear me do this that often because it's you. I'm gonna give you just a, a, a quick. That's it. That's it. And you can record that and show that I actually am nice to you from time to time. <laughs> But no, no, honestly, I commend you really, Benji. I really do. I just, when, the more I the more I speak to you, the more I learn so much about you and I can see where your heart is. I always said this to a few people, right? I, again, this is the only time I'm going to say this to you, Benji. So you better write this down. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen that are listening, is, this is my bridging and I will only say this once. I said if I ever could afford to take a PT on tour with me, like to train me, it would be Benji. But that's the only time I'm going to ever say that, Okay
1: and it's not just that's because high praise, man. that's that, high. Praise. No, it's cool. it's not just because
0: of your ability to train as a as a PT but it's also your understanding of of that that balance that's needed when it comes to physical and your mental health as well. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. During this time uh with with this lockdown teaching or or training people have you seen anything in what you've done to help people kind of get past that 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 position where they feel that they are completely trapped is anything that you've made that many stories that you can say through some of the training or the conversations you've had that have helped others
1: oh yeah yes certainly i'd say um from from the perspective of all of my club um and it might be out of turn me saying that really but yeah ultimately what what i've experienced from all of the members is is such positive feedback Um, you know people are in a situation where Uh, my club, for example, delivers around 40 sort of sessions across a month. Mm. And that's all that's physical. Um, And I'm giving people a space to come to where they leave their homes, um, they leave their families and and the stresses that they might have there and come away for an hour or 30 minutes and do exercise. Now that's been stripped away from us. You know, five weeks ago, that was instantly taken away. And so um, that's that's tough. You know, Um, a lot of people see exercise as a luxury. And in situations like we're facing now, most people do away with luxuries. Mm-hmm. And it's almost been the complete opposite with um, the, the Benji Live online workouts that we have, because people seem to want more. Um, and, and, it, and it seems to be at the heart of what people believe is a necessity as opposed to a luxury now. So, um, you know, I'm seeing my clients pretty much every single day. Um, there are sessions on for them that uh, cover a variety of, sort of disciplines. Um, and ultimately get them, them working their bodies. But ultimately, uh, we also have a session uh, on a Sunday night uh, at 9.15, which is a relaxation and an unwind session. Yeah. And the idea there is to stretch the body, because just like you, Ori, most people don't do their stretches at home. Um, so it's to encourage them to do that, um, mate, we but also for, let people know what I right, But, but...
0: <laughs> Sorry, no, but
1: also, no, but also, it, it, it gives them an opportunity as well to uh, relax um, and to become focused and uh, almost, almost to sort of get themselves into a state of uh, real calmness and, and mindfulness, um, and, and that's a big part of the session. So I ask uh, my participants to set themselves up either in the bedroom or in a room that they feel very comfortable in with low lighting Um, things like candles and things around them that make them feel just relaxed, um, you know, and and at peace. And so that session is completely opposite to how my normal crazy jumping around loud music sessions are. It's just completely bringing everything back down um, and and just relaxing, looking at breathing techniques. Um, And ultimately the reason for it being on so late is so that I can kind of support my members in, in trying to get a good night's sleep um, and finish the week positively. Um, and ultimately, you know, if you finish the week positively then hopefully what follows is a positive start to the week ahead. So that's the idea and the rationale behind that session. So it's kind of the holistic approach. Um, like, you know, as you alluded to earlier, the, the physical side, really getting the heart rate up, burning calories, um, maintaining a good physique, Mm. but also then maintaining that, that mental strength as well. Um, through through actually doing and engaging in those online sessions.
0: Nice. And Benji, if you had anything you can say to listeners who uh, you could give advice to and say look, about dealing with lockdown and managing their mental health well-being, what would you say?
1: Um, I'd say don't listen to any of the trainers, just me, because I'm great. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no, what, what, no, genuinely, um, what I would say, you know, whether you're training with, with, with me or anyone or whether you're training by yourself, I think the absolute thing that is paramount and that you must first do is falling in love with with exercise um find something that you can do that's achievable uh, and something that you enjoy even if you only enjoy one aspect of it Um, that's that's the first thing Um, and then you must build a, a structure or a routine around it whereby that thing becomes just as important as everything else that's currently important in your life So just like we know that we're going to work, even in this current climate, we have a schedule for the times that we know we need to be logged in on a laptop or Mm. working from home. Your exercise regime has to be as important as that and has to feature in your diary. If you don't do that and you leave it to chance, then you wait for things like impulse or some sort of divine intervention to give you the motivation that you need to work out. So the thing is to forget about waiting for motivation and make it an absolute part of your routine and structure in terms of your daily life. That's the the starting point. Um, And from there, it's about about consistency. It's about um, trying to find ways to keep yourself mentally engaged in the exercise. So if you can visualize um, where you might be in a week's time, for example, from doing that one workout, or where you may be in a day's time, um, and just looking forward and understanding that what you're in is a process. And with every process, it takes some hard work and above all, some patience. So as long as you can create a structure and a routine um, around something that you enjoy doing physically, that's that's the starting point. I think everybody can do that and everybody has the facility to do that. Certainly in this time now where we have or we'll find ourselves with a, a lot more time on our hands than we might usually.
0: Mm. Listen, Benji. I, I want to be cheeky, but I can't because it was just so smooth, bro. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> no, in, go, go no, 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 I'm, I'm open, not going to. I'm, I'm not going to. No, Benji, I want to I say this. Thank you for speaking to me today. Uh, let people know how they can follow you and uh, follow your uh, Core Attack uh, Fitness yeah.
1: Club. Yeah, so there's a, a, a number of ways you can follow us. First of all, go into coreattackfitness.com. Um, and that's the website from there. You can see all the details on Benji Live, which are the, the online workouts that we've got going on at the moment. Um, and also there's a, a, a discount code for all of your listeners as well that you can get uh, any of those services uh, free this week. Um, and it's Ori The Scene. So um, <laughs> if you type in that discount code, all of your, uh, your listeners this week can get any of those services for free. That's at coreattackfitness.com. Um, follow me uh, on instagram at benji beasts which is b e n j i b e a s t um, s you can also follow us at core attack as well so at core attack on instagram uh, so yeah those are the, the ways in which you can you can reach us um, there's also a facility on the website to drop me an email um, so if you have any questions about any of the things that um, that, that, that i've discussed uh, with yourself tonight uh, email me even if you 're struggling with with your mental health and and, and want some perspective on how fitness can support you with that. Or even if it's just to to drop a line and to speak to somebody else, then then, you know, my my uh door, so to speak, virtually is open for that. So yeah, get 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 at me through the uh the website, go dot com.
0: Nice one, Benji. Thank you for talking to me. I'm gonna t- I'm gonna shout you after the show. I'm gonna drop you a little message. We'll talk then and we'll catch yeah, up then. Happens. Is that cool?
1: Brilliant. That's brilliant, man. All Thank you nice for having one Benji. Me on. Look
0: Thank after you. yourself, man. So that was my conversation with Benji, as well as me talking about Teddy Riley earlier on. I'm signing out. It is late. I need to get myself in my bed, put my feet up, run two switch games, get up and get some fitness in because I couldn't get any in today. I was so busy. Anyhow, got to go. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe. A big shout out to everybody that really keeps sharing this and downloading my podcast. Love to you. I get my stats every week and it just keeps climbing and climbing and climbing on a weekly basis and I really appreciate that more than you guys know. So yeah, just keep doing it and I'll keep putting out these podcasts. Anyway, i got to sign out. This is always Styler from the No Escaping This podcast. Take care. Stay stay up. Stay positive. Um, stay vigilant and also stay hopeful we're all going to get through this, guys. I can't wait until we were looking back at this and thinking that we were, this was all a dream or we were part of history. It's going to be a good time when we come out of this and can... Mourn those we've lost, but celebrate the life that we have to continue. Anyway, this is Ori starting signing out. Boom. No, no escaping this.
1: No escaping. No, 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 no. no,